From Washington, this is Talking Tax. I'm David Schultz. You know, inflation is a funny thing. It's bad for folks who buy things, of course, but it can be good for people who sell things. And it can be especially good for people who sell things with a more or less fixed production cost, like with commodities, or to put an even finer point on it, like oil and gas. It's no secret that oil and gas companies are raking in huge profits thanks to sky-high prices, and now taxing authorities in numerous countries want a piece of that windfall. The UK and Italy are looking to impose a 25% windfall tax on oil and gas companies, while Argentina is considering a 15% tax. Today we're going to talk about how these windfall taxes would work and about the implications they might have. We're going to hear from Rhiannon Kinghall Ware, the head of tax policy at the UK law firm McFarland's. She spoke with Bloomberg Tax's Hamza Ali about windfall taxes and about what politicians are trying to achieve with them. They're, they're obviously trying to tax large um, unearned or unexpected profits. I think there are obviously a number of factors that are not necessarily unique to the UK, but certainly what we're seeing in the UK is the cost of living crisis, and that partly is fueled by a huge increase in in the price of energy. And so that means that the governments are, are needing to look at ways in which they can support their their citizens, and they need to 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 fund that support in in, in some way. And like. Uh... Are they all sort of on oil and gas um, or have, are there different approaches that governments can take? There are lots of different designs and certainly the ones that um, we're seeing currently, I think that that certain jurisdictions are, are considering are focused on um, energy companies because of the huge surge in, in prices. There's an easy... Um, or an easier rationale in terms of um, placing a tax on those companies, because and then also uh, using those those funds to to support citizens who are who are struggling with with energy costs. But I mean, it, it, over time, windfall taxes have taken a, a variety of guises, and um, in the UK, we've seen ones um, that have taxed um, privatised utility companies. Oil and gas have also been been targeted in the past. Banks have also been been targeted. They all take um, slightly different designs. And I think to be effective, um, there needs to be quite clear principles around the criteria, um, what what profits, you know, are you going to, have you identified to be taxed? I say profits, it, it could also be be turnover. Um, and you need to be clear on the, the target and, and the population and be quite specific. So there should be quite um, clear parameters. And that's really so that it's clear that it is a windfall tax, that it's targeting specific circumstances and a particular population. Um, And I think the idea behind that is so that there is a sense that it is a one-off and it doesn't necessarily um, contaminate sort of future investment proposals. Um, That said, we've we've seen over time and certainly during the pandemic, I think there were calls for certain certain companies for there to be pandemic profits. 
there are also uh, calls for one-off wealth taxes. So there are a variety of different taxes o- over time. The UK, uh, with its energy prices levy, ha- has opted to use existing infrastructure in a sense that those subject to the North Sea oil and gas regime, tax regime, um, will, will be subject to this. UK government is is thinking about whether to extend the windfall tax to um, to electricity generators, but I think that's proving more complex in the design. So it's it's not clear how the government will proceed um, on that basis. In other countries, and so in the UK, obviously it's it's a tax on profits. In Italy, um, they've brought in a similar windfall tax, but there they're just looking at profit margins that have increased by more than five million euros and in a very particular time frame. Okay. And are there sort of any dangers, long term consequences uh, to windfall taxes? And have there been instances where these have become permanent? I think the the primary fear with, with windfall taxes is whether they they are a one-off tax. Um, And so there's a sense that it breeds uncertainty um, and therefore reduces investment. And I think that 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 uncertainty can arise both in and out of the sector with which um, it's been targeted. Certainly within the sector, it shouldn't affect short-term investment because um, certainly in the oil and gas industry um, investment plans are made over a long period of time and it's likely that in the short term capital will certain investments will already have been committed and and similarly the the UK windfall tax um, it's accompanied by a boost to um, the investment allowances um, up to 80 percent and so whilst that's there to try and entice investment. Similarly, there's a risk that actually um, it doesn't bring forward investment because again, it's the, those plans are working on a long lead time. But I think the risk outside of the oil and gas sector is that those other industries will be looking over their shoulder. And I think what I've seen over the past uh, few years um, is the ease with which UK um, Treasury can introduce new new taxes. I think there have been at least um, 20 or so over the last 20 or so years. In recent years, we've seen the residential property developer tax. We've also seen the public interest business protection tax the online sales taxes and pipelines. Um, and whilst these are not windfall taxes, I think it highlights um, UK government's appetite to uh, fix certain issues um, within the market, certain market failures with, with a tax. Because windfall taxes are um, a blunt tool, is it possible for them to have uh, different effects on different companies, as in you might have the same prof- profit, like you know, sort of bump of profits, but it will, but it'll have a bigger effect on a company that's structured differently, or has you know different investors, or is a long-term investor versus an investor that's winding up their North Sea activities. I think, I think it, the the windfall tax will have. Um, different 
different effects on on different businesses and i think some some obviously have a greater exposure to to north sea oil um than others inevitably attacks will will eat into returns but arguably some of the, the the companies that will be taxed have been um seeing super super profits that were largely unexpected anyway and i think that that's that's part of the justification by by governments in a sense that um these are unexpected and in some cases unearned profits that have really just arisen as a result of um high energy prices there is then a corollary to that that then businesses look at the overall environment and if they believe that um the government might um make this permanent or might not rescind <clears throat> it that then has a knock on effect to to future future investments that was Rhiannon Kinghall Ware the head of tax policy at the UK law firm McFarlands speaking with Bloomberg Taxes Hamza Ali you can find up to the minute news on latest tax and accounting developments at our website news.bloombergtax.com that website once again is news.bloombergtax.com Today's Talking Tax was produced by myself, David Schultz, Patrick Ambrosio, and Jeff Harrington are our editors, and our executive producer is Josh Block. From Washington, I'm David Schultz. Thanks for listening. In a global tax landscape that changes by the day, it's what you don't know that can leave you exposed. At Bloomberg Tax, we provide market-leading intelligence and practical applications to help tax professionals work smarter, faster, and more accurately. Our solutions provide the insights you need for game-changing outcomes. To revolutionize your performance in real time, the difference is Bloomberg Tax. Learn more at pro.bloombergtax.com.